Connecting people. Good day and welcome again to the podcast, uh, to the Connect podcast, not just the podcast. Why would I say that, Cecilia? Why would I but say like just why? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Bon dia. This should give you a, a clue of who we're talking about. I will to, not even today. try. It's bon dia. It's, uh, it's actually, it's, it's, it's hello. It's good, good morning in Portuguese. Okay. Yes. Which, um, well, yeah, welcome. And how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm very excitable today. I think, I, like I said, I have not been drinking alcohol for a while due to medical reasons. Um, and I think I found other ways of <laughs> of exciting myself. Which is good, Which yes. includes waking up very early in the morning and being outside and getting the air, which makes me drunk a little bit, I think. That's good. <laughs> and welcome, Clement. How are you? Very well, thank you. Is your mic not on again? No, it's disconnected because of you. Okay, I don't want to fight with Clements this morning. But anyway, and today we are not saying hello to El Cidio because El Cidio is sitting across from us today. And don't say anything yet, El Cidio, because people don't really know El Cidio's voice on the connect because he's been waving. Because he waves. waving again today um, <laughs> this is so funny um but um, um today we're talking uh, to people from our real neighbor yes uh mozambique mm. uh, it's a country you know i don't know my cardinal points but it's just next to a, a province called mpumalanga in south africa i know that every time i go to mozambique i go through mpumalanga uh to nelspreit and then i get into maputo from there and I've been to this country a couple of times and I have a couple of favorite places in in Mozambique. I've, I, th- I think I've been all over the world if I come to think about it. Even, mm. though, even, even if it's not physically there, but I always have a story about a place. But anyway, um, I've, I've had a great time in Mozambique all the time. Hospitable, great food, great people. Um, I've been to a place called Marumbini. I've been to Shai Shai. I've been to Maputo. And then in Maputo, I've been to the iconic Polana Hotel. It is beautiful. We'll ask them about it just now. Oh. And, and and I've also been to Costa do Sol. I want to ask, like I've always wanted to know. So I went, I used the MSC and I went to the Portuguese island. Does mm-hmm. that count as someone who's been to Mozambique? I don't think so. I really want to know. Well, it, well we'll ask them later. We'll, no, ask, them. we'll ask them. I want to know yes, today. So that's the thing that we'll ask just now because they have not introduced themselves. Okay. Themselves yet. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, people in Alaska and everywhere else, welcome, welcome. our friends from Mozambique. Bon dia. Bon dia. Ah, please introduce yourselves. Well, my name is Yara Temba. As you mentioned, I come from Mozambique mm-hmm. and I work for the Maritime uh, Administration. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, ladies and gentlemen, the man with the fresh haircut, he's cut his hair after eight months of not cutting his hair here in Wamu. <laughs> uh, El Sirio. El Sirio. <laughs> Hello, guys. Tomorrow <laughs> 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 we will kill my brother. You get me in trouble, man. Thank okay. you. Warm welcome. I'm Elcidio Agustinho from Mozambique, and I work for the Maritime Administration. And allow me to tell Tebogo and Sicilia. 
who can uh, say some words in Portuguese mm-hmm. just to get our people. Of course. Because the, the connect is going worldwide. It's so we have people, people in Brazil, Portugal, mm-hmm. São Tomé, Cape Verde, mm-hmm. Angola, and Mozambique. Yes. Bom dia, pessoal. Tudo bem? Eu sou o Agostinho Yaratem, WMU Suécia. Fique atento ao podcast. Wow. Introduce myself. Is that it? Ah. Yes. Ah, it's such a beautiful language, man. Yeah. What other languages are there in Mozambique? Uh, mother tongues. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Okay. I, s- I speak Matewe mm-hmm. because I come from the center region of Mozambique. You must speak in the mic. Uh, <laughs> I speak Matewe. Yeah. Because I come from the center region of Mozambique. Okay. And we have several languages in the, in the center region, like Sena, Nyungwe, Shitewe, Shimanika. And so on. Mm-hmm. So those are the languages I know, and a few from the south, mm-hmm. like Shangana and so on. Yes, yes. I remember this funny story that I must actually say. So I was, we were going to Marumbini, and our car got stuck in the sand. Okay. And then we had a trailer. All right. And then so my people, because they clearly don't care about me, left me there with a the trailer to go and look for. Help. Actually, the trailer was stuck in the sand to yeah. go and look for help. And um, then these people came to to make a fire because it was very dark, and the nice people of a village near Marumbini came to make a fire next to me. And I don't remember how we got to that point, but eventually I figured out that if I speak to them in Tsonga, they understood me. Tsonga is one of the languages in South Africa. Yes. And I made a very good friend called Olga there. Ooh. I even got to the point of where I knew her name because we communicated in Tsonga and I think she was speaking Shanghai. Shanghai. Yes. yes. Yeah. How many languages do you guys have? We well, we have a lot. Yeah. Because we have 11 provinces and each province has a like own mother tongue. And then you have like the um, the boundary like between one province and another. They have like a, a little uh, dialect change. Yes. They are yeah. So we have like a lot. A That's lot. amazing. Wow. We've got like twelve languages now because sign language has just been uh, enacted as an official uh, language in South Africa, which is quite exciting. Story for another day. So tell us a little bit about Mozambique. Beautiful country, I know. Beautiful beaches, um, rich in oil. I think. Yes. No. Gas, yeah. oil and gas, right? Is it? Not always. We have like coal and gas. Okay, that's good. And yeah, tell us a little bit more about it. Well, what else to say? You've yeah. already mentioned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, for my fascination, I am like fascinated for the beach. Mm-hmm. Well, we have uh, amazing beaches. Uh, we have like almost two thousand and seven hundred kilometers of uh, coastline, so mm-hmm. we have a lot of beaches and nice places. Not explored some of them. And uh, yeah, what else can I say? It's a nice country. You have like uh, almost all year. It's like summer. Even mm-hmm. when uh, we consider the cold, it's yeah. still you it's can still beautiful. Go, yeah, wow. you still can go to the beach and enjoy yourself. Uh, and as you mentioned, the people are very helpful and uh, uh, open to to be with the, the Other others. People, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, more or less. Mm-hmm. That's what. Lucida, can you add to that? Yes, I can. I would. I would talk about the. The beach, as she said, we have mm-hmm. uh, the Pemba Bay in the north. So yes, Pemba. I've been to Pemba. Yes, Pemba Bay. It's a wonderful <laughs> bay. You should visit. I think it's the second or third in the world. I'm not sure yet. And we have the Bazaruto mm-hmm. in Nyamban. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good place to be. And we also have some tourist place to do safari. You mm-hmm. can visit our national park of Gorongosa yeah. in the center. And And a lot, a lot of place to be. You can try some some traditional dish mm-hmm. from a country. 
you have like the cassava leaves, you call cassava leaves. For yeah. us, it's matapa and kakana. One of one of one of one of these uh, brands we have in terms of cooking. Yeah. So and also you can try frango zambeziana is a, a chicken mm-hmm. cooked in a very typical way from people from from the scent. Mm-hmm. Central region in Mozambique called Zambezia. They cook that thing in the way, special way. When you come to Mozambique, you ask in the south for kakana mm-hmm. or matapa. You go to the center to, to Kilimane, Zambezia. You ask for frango Zambeziana. Mm-hmm. It's a very, 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 very nice dish. You will, you will love it. Ah. Yes. Guys, can we just sort this out once and for all? So, Portuguese island, is it part of Mozambique or not? Yes, it is. It's an island. See? So, so, people that, so I have been to Mozambique. <laughs> so people that come off the symphonia, is it the symphonia? Yes, there are MSCA cruises. There's a couple of MSC yeah. vessels that come uh, during yeah. cruise season yeah. in South Africa mm-hmm. and then they take people over there. So people that are in the ocean and get on a little boat to get into... It's not a, it's not a little boat. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, so it's... A, it's fine. You've been to Mozambique. Yes, yeah. I think that other than the Portuguese island, they also stop in Inyaka. I don't know if you've been there or it was just a Portuguese island. Yeah, but I know mm. that they just spend like two hours or so in the, the Portuguese. The whole day. Oh, okay, but it's just uh, fun activities, and then you go back to the ship. Even yeah, but the people from Mozambique there. are suspicious about this <laughs> visit. <of yours. laughs> no, of course she's been there, but she doesn't have the, the the contact with the locals, you know. <laughs> Okay, Sidley has been to Mozambique. But anyway, so you mentioned that you both work for the Maritime Administration there. Yes. And Yara, um, we had a chat a while back and you were telling me about the area that you work in, but you, mm. you're basically more people-facing um, than El Cidio is. So you can tell us a little bit about your your role at the Maritime Administration before we get to El Cidio. Okay, uh, well, I started um, at the Maritime Administration in Maputo, mm-hmm. well, in the main capital. And, uh, well, in Mozambique, it's going to be a difficult uh, to, to understand a little bit the uh, maritime administration matter because we have, like, uh, the Ministry of Transport, and mm-hmm. then we have the Institute, uh, the Maritime Institute, and then we have the Maritime Administrations. Mm-hmm. Well, I am working for the Maritime Administrations, and LCG is actually working in the Institute. So it's like we're working in that uh, little bit of uh, different um, uh, roles. Mm-hmm. And then I was working there in Maritime Administration for a couple of years. I was in Finance Department. And then uh, I was transferred to uh, to Bileni, which is uh, a small delegation in the, um, in Gaza, which is another province, like in the south of Mozambique. It's another important province, Gaza, right? Yes, it is. Because we have like a lot of agriculture, a lot of tourism, mm-hmm. as I mentioned. Uh, and it's very, it's very close to, to Maputo, so mm-hmm. it still has a lot, a lot of uh, economic value also. Yes, yes. And um, yes, it was, as I was mentioned, I worked there, but it is a small village. We have like more local fishing boats, like the small artisanal ones, and also the recreational vessels, like the small one. So I was dealing more with the local community. And also the visitors, especially from South Africa, mm. they come a lot to enjoy the, the beaches that we have there. Mm. So it was like more contact to people, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So are you dealing mostly with the issuing of permits, um, uh, making sure people don't overfish and stuff like that? 
But yes, he was uh, most uh, all of that that you mentioned. He was like issuing a temporary license for mm-hmm. the the visitors and uh, the annual inspection for the boat for the local boats registered in Mozambique. Mm. And also, we had jurisdiction in the um, maritime area. Mm-hmm. If, uh, for instance, a person wants to build a lodge or some economic infrastructure on the beach, mm-hmm. they had to come to us for us to go inspect to see the area has like conditions to be mm-hmm. uh, receiving a, a lodge or any type of think uh, uh, or event that a person wants to do on the beach. It's a very important uh, portfolio that you have there because you have to just sort of like balance <coughs> the economic value of what people mm. want to put there and the protection of the environment there. Mm. Yes, of course. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that the person, that the investors don't don't consider much because mm. they just uh, think about the project that they want to put there mm. and they normally don't consider much of the impact that it's going to cause and also how that's going to affect the community. Mm. In, in actual fact, I worked on a project once in Port St. John's and um, there's a like a B&B, like a hotel there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they were pushing for is the people that work at the conference must be people from the community. So do you deal with those type of things? Uh, making sure that the community gets preference in terms of working so that um, they also develop and, and so forth. Yes, of course. Uh, and that's one of the issues because uh, before... Um, before all the projects and all the licenses are issued, mm-hmm. we have to we have like consulting on the on the community, mm-hmm. and the, of Always. course, yes. yeah, and of course the owner of the project has to be there, and if therefore in his project if it's not mentioned how is he going to include the community, mm-hmm. then we discuss it there with the community, mm-hmm. and then he has to change and then submit it again the project, yeah. because it's uh, it, it makes no sense that you're going to be in an area and then you have to bring people from, from outside. outside. Yeah. yeah, if it's some, it's something that the locals can definitely do it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's one that's one of the problems that we had because even they can start the project and say, okay, we're going to hire fifty people, and then at the end it's, uh, it doesn't like come two through. People, then they bring their own people. Yes, but then you guys are involved in monitoring uh, this thing as well. Of but, course, of yeah. course, uh, that's why some people <laughs> think that uh, this Yara. <laughs> 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 but you can never there comes Yara again. What does she want? Yeah, <laughs> but you can never fully monitor. You know. Um, I, I don't really like those projects because they always break my heart. And as exactly what you're saying, they promise 50 people and only two people work. And you go back to the community and you see how it's struggling. Um, so, yeah, no. Yeah. Yes, but of course, that particularly is not uh, specifically our like uh, mandate to mm-hmm. go then and see. But mm-hmm. as we are working with the community and we're so engaged. So the community course, itself can monitor and yes. see if this is happening. Yeah, of course, and we have other departments also that specifically deal with the working and the employees, but still we go there because it's not easy to to get this environment working all, all well because the community has been there for longer than mm. the investors and they are used to, to, to live in that place. Mm. Uh, not only for the in this perspective of working there but also the using the resources can you imagine if that one person has been there fishing for 20 30 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and then out of nothing there is someone that's using that piece of beach to oh, for recreational so they can't have access to the beach they yeah. can't launch from there um and yeah for me that's uh, that's what really worries me and that's what make me go to the places and really inspect that's mm. my really concern because you know we have like those traditional ways that the community used to uh, normally use to go to the beach mm-hmm. or because the area is too extensive many people use the beaches as a 
a way to go to places. Mm. So they can cut uh, that access cut it. So that was my main concern. Mm. And there are some a lot of people that goes there and they build, build the lodges and they afterward they say that the people can stay there, the locals can't use it, that front yeah. area. So that's <clears throat> And it has happened a lot in many uh, coastal cities. Um, I think in South Africa we had that kind of problem where now it's been built up so much that the community cannot go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the things that uh, that, that should be uh, taken care of and looked after. And I'm glad that that's what you're doing, Yara. Yes, Changemaker right And there. just one question, Yara. <laughs> do you guys have any like training <clears throat> programs that you do for the community? Uh, yes, uh, well, it's not something that structured to say uh, that we have like a training program that we go put them in a place and we sit with mm-hmm. them. But uh, we always have meetings okay. uh, with the community in our office. We go there, we explain to them because um, something this community, sometimes you find people that doesn't have like that much of education. Mm-hmm. And when someone comes and say, okay, I'm going to give you a bottle of wine and then they get like, oh, okay, yeah, let me, excited, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's negotiate. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes they don't think like properly when they're going to give people access to the beach, uh, to the, the plots or the areas. And uh, sometimes they don't even think because uh, there is uh, such an amount that you have to the gift to the people yeah. to build something you can't just give like two three actors for a person mm-hmm. and then you have to think at the end you are just limiting yourself and your community to go to use that beach mm-hmm. and uh, what um, we do we normally go to the to the areas uh, in, in the community and we talk to them to explain how mm-hmm. you should yes. do it if you want to allow someone to come here and uses this space of land because you are the locals you are the one who said who comes who doesn't mm-hmm. Uh, like this is what you must consider. Yeah, just so consider this. So we do a lot of awareness uh, mm. campaigns yes, there. Yes, yes. Okay. That's not, not only us, we try to gather uh, everybody together, like the mm. police, municipality, because we all have a saying about something mm. that is not going okay with the mm. community. Mm. So we take that chance and opportunity to explain them these situations. Um, and also about the fishing, overfishing. Mm. We talk a lot of uh, with them about this, like uh, netting and appropriate net to use mm. and how we we should share the beaches mm. and locally we had um, uh, some rules that we yeah. try to put in Bilene particularly that uh, during the day uh, it's for the recreational boats yeah. they are allowed to, to use it but as long as uh, the night comes they have to allow the community to work the fishermen mm. and the people who's going there to clean the beach so they have to understand this Mm. It's something that's already rooted in there and then uh, we have to keep on going so that the community knows and also uh, the, the visitors are aware of this yeah. and they respect what the people are already doing. Oh, amazing, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, impressive. Yeah. And um, Elcidio, um, I need to mention again, Elcidio is in the same class as me. Um, he is quite a diplomat. Um, so I'm going to say a little bit about the things that I know about Elcidio. I've traveled with Elcidio. Um, to London, to everywhere. So, uh, uh, Elcidio works also, you work also in the Maritime Administration. Yes. Uh, tell us a little Institute. bit more about... Uh, Institution, yeah. as um, yeah. Yara has mentioned, yes. Yes, um, uh, I work for the for the Maritime Institute, Transport Institute, uh, which somehow is the Maritime Administration of Mozambique. Uh, I work for the headquarters, and um, uh, I work for the legal and international affairs department. I've, I'm graduated in international relations and a background in law. Also, I'm a law student back in my country. 
So um, I work for the for, 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 for the legal international affairs department. My role is quite different than the Yara's role. My, my primary role is to, to deal with the international affairs, such as conventions, agreements, delegations, mm -hmm. conferences, uh, take care of the institution, connections outside, our relation with our partners, like SAMSA, South Africa Maritime Safety Administration. That's where we met. Sorry, exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, so, we have oh, so you guys met before? We've been in meetings before. Oh, before. okay. Yeah. Yes. SAMSA is a, is a, it's a good, good partner of Mozambique due to the relations between two countries, mm -hmm. you know, ANC, Frelimo, the story about everything, the ties in our people. So SAMSA is uh, one of our best and first partner we have when it comes to maritime affairs in Mozambique. So my role is, is basically this one. Work on this one, on these agreements, on these projects, deal with the conventions, with the IMO, the ACDC, mm. uh, the agreements, the regional agreements about search and rescue, uh, producing regulation uh, of the conventions within national uh, laws. Uh, yeah, basically that's my role in the maritime administration. Okay. Um, and and you have done a lot of work in, in Africa as well. Uh, with, yes. the, with With, uh, is it AMA? Yeah, AMA. AMA, yeah. AMA, it's, a, it, it, it's a, the African Association of Maritime Administration. Mm -hmm. It was created under the African Maritime Transport Charter, Article 5, uh, which comprise all the maritime administrations in Africa. Mm -hmm. We were lucky with SAMSA mm -hmm. to be the first secretariat I know. of the AMA. With my good friend uh, Nasipi Konfra. Nasipi is also an alumni of WMU. Mm. Uh, she is in charge of international relations uh, at, uh, at SAMSA. Shout out to yeah. Nasi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's some crazy story. <laughs> yes, please tell us more a bit about, uh, about, yeah. about AMA. The project is to bring all the maritime administration in Africa to get together. Mm. So the African Maritime Transport Charter is more like the framework and the police the guideline mm. for African countries when it comes to maritime administration. Mm. So we are, we are Mozambique, through uh, maritime administration, we had this privilege to be in the secretariat. secretariat. Mm. Uh, I think we're still there. Yeah. Because due to COVID, we couldn't meet meet again mm -hmm. and, and elect the new members. Mm -hmm. Yeah, things are, are start going back now. Yeah. So we'll see in, in, in the next in the next meetings how things will work out. Mm -hmm. But we are very we were very privileged to be in this secretary of South Africa. So this project is very is quite remarkable for me, uh, and somehow it drove me to to the region mm -hmm. with the SADC, also trying to bring the countries in the region together. We have several agreements, mm. some bilateral agreements and some multilateral agreements. Mm. So we need to be under the inter regional intergovernmental organization. Mm -hmm. So throughout the policy framework that SADC is putting in place in the region, so we can bring all that together. Mm. So the main, the main the agreement that challenge for us is the multilateral search and rescue agreement, mm -hmm. which comprise several countries in the region. Mm. So uh, we need to to try to draw up some regional plan, some mm -hmm. regional approach into this thing to put that in place. Mm -hmm. So that's why uh, I wouldn't say shifting our attention, but from the from the experience we had during our terms in AMA, mm -hmm. 
uh, we, we realize the necessity to bring all all the all the administration together. So mm-hmm. we'll bring that experience to SADC and try to work collectively for for for, the, for this purpose. And I think that's uh, that's something very interesting. You've just touched on something: the the the, the multilateral search and rescue administration which is the subject of your dissertation yes 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 <laughs> and and i think we're going to go for a short break and then when we come back uh we will then talk about uh, we'll then talk about, about about that okay the connect connecting people um and we are back and when when we went on a break we we're talking about your dissertation yes uh, you're writing about um the multilateral search and rescue um Agreement. agreement. Yes. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll then go to. I think that also leads leads us to how you got to WMU. But mm, before yes, we get do. to that, let's talk about this uh, very important topic that you are writing on. Yes. Uh, as I said, I have a background in international relations, mm-hmm. and uh, I try to mix my previous degree and the issues related to maritime affairs. Mm. And I noticed that we have some lack of region, region, regionalism mm-hmm. when it comes to collective approach mm. in issues and this maritime affairs uh, when it comes to shipping transport you don't do it alone mm. in the cooperation is the key issue mm. so what, I, what I'm trying to write is to, to describe or to 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 bring the the relevance of regionalism mm. as a mechanism to ensure maritime safety mm. and the topic that I will bring up is the station rescue mm. And I have I've also worked into these issues regionally, as I said, in South Africa, Namibia, yes. and Tanzania. So I will try to bring my experience as a maritime administration mm. employee to my dissertation as a WMU student. So I want to mix up my background in international relations mm. and the key aspect and technical aspect about position. Fantastic. And Yara? And, oh, sorry, 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 just to add ahead. there, it's actually a very interesting topic and a very good topic um, because you'll see during COVID, when the borders started closing, they obviously started closing from, you know, Europe and stuff like that. But if we're able to, at least if we were able to maximize on the fact that, okay, we've got Mozambique close by, um, operations could have still continued for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, so it is actually a very um, good topic that you're actually speaking about. Okay, thank you. Um, I mean, writing about. Um, back to Yara. Um, so what brings you to WMU? But also, I know you're um, specializing in safety, MSCA. Yes. So I'm really trying to understand with what you're doing, not that necessarily you would um, do um, the safety at sea and so forth and link it up, but just basically link it up with work why specifically that specialization? Well, uh, oh, well, let's start. How and why you I think I think actually, yes. Like yes. how she got here will then link us back. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, I don't have the maritime background. Okay. Uh, I was doing tourism, actually. Mm. Okay. Like planning. So, well... And I end up uh, in the maritime administration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then uh, as I was working, because uh, as I mentioned, uh, we work with the recreational vessels, like in a small area. Mm-hmm. But before I was uh, in the, the capital and we had to deal sometimes with these uh, ships that they come in and they needed clearance and this and that. And I felt that because I don't have the background, there was uh, a gap mm-hmm. that I had to mm-hmm. fill. And I wanted to understand 
the, the industry, what is going on, what is it all about safety, because I'm working with the vessel. Uh, I know that they're not uh, convention vessels, but still, yeah. I needed to have this background. And um, that's why I, I felt like uh, it would be a good challenge for me to come uh, to WMU and uh, to have at least this uh, this information, and then I'll go back home and I and can help. And stuff, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Asido, what was your motivation to come to WMU? I know that you were studying law. Yes. And and you then parked that and then came quickly to do this, and then you're going to go back to study law. Yes, I will finish it when I go, go back home. But let me not tell your story, so tell us your story. My, my motivation to WMU is basically uh, the same approach as Yara. Uh, as I said, I, I did have uh, maritime uh, qualifications mm -hmm. before. So I was working with maritime administration and I'm still there. So when this opportunity came, I was thinking, okay, one day uh, I might need something and the qualification will be required at this moment. So mm -hmm. I said, no, I need to go there mm -hmm. and, and have the, the specific knowledge about what is maritime mm -hmm. affairs and so on. And second, uh, it's also comprised or combined uh, both areas, yeah. either international relation or law. Mm. And this specialization, maritime and policy, it came as a, as a glove for the work I do mm -hmm. daily. As I said, we had the opportunity to visit institutions in the world like Maritime, Maritime International Maritime Organization, mm -hmm. which is our mother. And we went to, 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 to International Tribunal of Law of the Sea. Mm -hmm. We very exciting. Very times. exciting. Mm -hmm. We visit some good places, yes. uh, very important institutions. Mm -hmm. uh, Peace Court of Justice. Uh, no, P, yeah, Peace Court of Justice. Yes. I see International Court of Justice. <laughs> Peace, uh, pa pa Peace Court Palace, right? Uh, Don't make me mention these things. They, I can't help you because I forgot those names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're on your own there. I, I'm trying to go there. <laughs> Visit so many uh, very important uh, stalwart organizations exactly. that have to do with the, with international law. Exactly. Yes. So, but for me, this opportunity came came as a glove for me. Mm. And yeah, what I expect from here is. To go back home and to try to give it back to my company, to to, to my country, to my community, mm. with all the knowledge we've been taking here, being taught by the professors. So I hope I can deliver when I go back home. Yes. Yeah. And you've been here longer. Both of you have been here longer than all of us. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you are the same long as as. Uh, did you come for the SSP as well? No. Didn't. No. So you're the same. We're the same uh, amount of time here. Yeah. Uh, but Elcido, you've been here longest. Yes. I but do. before we get to that one, so you both of you are from Mozambique, smaller one of the smallest delegations uh, here. It's only two people from Mozambique. Mm -hmm. um, how did you find um, uh, being at WMU as a as a community? Both both you. Um, you know, like, uh, how has WMU been, been for you? And, and, and being in Scandinavia, so far away from home. Well, being so far away from home for me is not uh, much of a challenge mm. because, as I mentioned, I wasn't working in my hometown. So yeah, already you are, you are away from home. Yeah, so <laughs> it was just, just a different like, environment. Yeah, this is like far now. <laughs> it's 9,000 kilometers from, from, from South Africa. Yeah, I know. But uh, <laughs> for me, it's the same. Uh, I've been always good 
working and being in our home for yeah. a long time so it's, it's, it's comfortable mm. Uh, but uh, as uh, you asked about uh, being a small community from our country, well, for me, it, uh, I don't feel it like that mm. because we have friends uh, mm. from South mm. Africa, from the other countries, and uh, we came here to mingle and to get experiences mm. and to make friends. So for me, I don't feel it that uh, we are small yeah. because uh, we end up being uh, a global community. Yeah, we yeah. are all a family, and uh, I don't think that we never had this situation to to separate the people within mm. the country so it, for me it's okay and for you Celia? you're my good friend we stay on the same floor <laughs> we drink coffee together Clement thinks we are addicted yes um, yeah And but how have you <laughs> <laughs> how have you found uh, WMU and Malmo uh, and Europe and, and now the world because you know He's going to have to mention where he's going next month. I know he's itching to tell us. I will. <laughs> I'm saving the best for last. I will tell you. <laughs> no, uh, in terms of, of, of living here, it's a, good, it's a beautiful country. Mm, very nice people. And I, I don't regret uh, by any means to come here. Mm. I'm very happy. And I just take, take this opportunity to thank people from Sweden and the government of Sweden. For and the United Nations for for giving us this opportunity to be Absolutely. here. Absolutely, and for your country to allow you to, to allow me to be here. Yeah, but of course that I have a son mm. and a wife, and this is the sad part for me. And yeah. I, I miss them a lot, mm. and I can't wait to go back home. Yes, yes. So the only a couple of months. Yes, we're going home. It's, it's like a year for me already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been here longer. I've been here. I've been here for, since last year, July. Okay, mm. so it's been like one year. Mm. And every time I call home, video call him, my son is asking, "When are you coming back?" Yeah, and then I don't know how to tell him that. Mm. Uh, Three more months, exactly. four more months. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the, that. That's the, the biggest challenge for yeah. me. And uh, through all this process of being here. Missing my family was the difficult one. So mm. especially my son, I will miss the second birthday now. I missed the first one last oh, year. I'm gonna miss the second oh, one goodness. here. Yes. So that's the, that's the hardest part for me. Through yeah. the process. But he he one day one day he'll understand why. Absolutely. He will. Yes. And I think that's why that's why a lot of people are doing this. Like I I know that like uh, I, I'm I, I'm I wish that this will inspire my smile keepers back home yeah. to know that it's possible mm. that you also don't have to be afraid to be away from home yeah um it's it's good for you it's good for your soul it empowers you mm. um and you cannot be sitting at home and expect to know what the world has to offer yes. you need to spread your wings and yeah um but i think um so like let's talk about the future what's gonna be happening we're looking forward to graduation Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're looking forward to International Day coming up uh, very soon, um, and 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 Yara, this is for El Senior because he's looking forward to something very big that's happening to him in the coming weeks. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've been doing countless trips to Copenhagen to go fetch things for him because what's happening, El Senior? Oh man! Say it properly, like you know, like you would say it, like with the accent and with the gusto, and then with everything. <laughs> There's a song by Alicia Keys. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Clement. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Okay. You're on the spot. All right. I'm thinking of. Oh, 
remember when we, remember when we talk about institutions yes and uh, how important it was for me mm. to visit all these international institutions yeah. so for me I'll be heading to New York. He'll be heading to New York. I know. I knew you wanted me to say that. The OG. So you're going to New York. I think. I think. The reason why I ask it like that. I think it's just just to highlight how how you get so much exposure by being at WMU. Exactly. There's so many things that you do that are outside of the classroom. I mean, we get such a lot of information in the class. Yes. Taught by the best of the best. Yes. The best um, infrastructure to learn from. I and mean, we've got the most beautiful building that we we study from. Beautiful buildings where we live. Yes. Um, and, and there's these extra curricular activities that are linked to your program that really... Um, that really um, enrich um, your time here at WMU. And, and I'm very envious that I'm not going to New York, but um, <laughs> but good luck with New York. Um, any closing parting shots, uh, Yara, about people maybe that want to come to WMU? What would you say to them? Well, just come. Yeah. <laughs> come Actually, yes, just come. Uh, eh? I yeah, agree. If you, have, if you have the opportunity, if you want to do it, just mm. come. It's mm. nothing too scary, nothing that you can't do. Because it's all, everything is a challenge and mm. if you give yourself to it, of course you can come. If you have the opportunity, don't leave it behind. Of course, it will be hard because it will leave your family behind. And it's but cold. But for me, it was okay. I did love the cold, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's okay, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but if uh, anyone has the opportunity, just uh, put yourself into this challenge. Uh, it's amazing experience. It's mm-hmm. like a lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, it's not only the fact that you come here to study. Uh, they create the conditions for us to have uh, this exposure for different cultures, different experiences. Mm-hmm. And we learn a lot. And if we can gather all these experiences and, and we can try to mimic it in our countries, mm-hmm. we can give a lot of contribute for for our country and especially for our communities and for the people who doesn't have the opportunity to see this mm. uh, if we can do this and, and help the people it's not it's not there's nothing to lose mm. so just um, put yourself to the challenge and uh, just enjoy it's going to be an amazing ride you make a lot of connections a lot of friends that will help you like uh, for your career forever uh-huh. in life yes yeah, yeah LCD last parting words Yep. Uh, just want to thank you guys for having us, and they're uh, looking forward to the future after the meal. And tell everyone wants to come here to come. Mm. Don't, don't 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 worry about the weather or about <laughs> the time we will spend here. Mm. It's a great opportunity in terms of knowledge, people, yeah. yeah, training knowledge. So whoever whoever has this on this table waiting for the final word to uh, the final motivation to find this to come please come don't mm-hmm. hesitate you love sweden you love malmo you love wmu you love the people here mm-hmm. it'll be good so come thank you so much guys and and just to add on you know it's not just about coming to um to malmo but I think it's also making the most of it. I think yes. there's nothing worse than leaving your country to come here and have a miserable time mm. and just go back. Yes. So, yeah. But thank you so much for joining us today. Thank uh, you. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, just one last thing. Yes. What do you do at The Connect? <sighs> the Connect. Besides, besides <laughs> waving. 
de connect. Oh. I, I, I do everything. Oh. I do everything. So we must still go out and define exactly what is it that you do here. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's something that we forget to say at the end of these episodes. That, that people should actually like, download, um, because people are listening, but I don't think they're liking and, and following The Connect on, yes. on, on Spotify, on, uh, on Apple Podcast, on Amazon, and on Acast, which is the link that we always share with people. So please like and follow us so that um, more people can be exposed to what we do at The Connect. It's about telling people stories, nothing more, nothing less. And yes. on LinkedIn. Sorry. And on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. And on LinkedIn. It's called The Connect. There's a couple of The Connects, but ours is the nicest logo that you'll see there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers and goodbye. Bye. Okay. Ciao. Ciao. Connect. Connecting people.